0: Take to the power of five. Take to the power of five. With Simon Dingle.
1: How's it, Simon? How are you? Good and you? Very, very well, thank you. Public holiday, so we're very chilled.
0: Uh, you're so lucky. I'm in London where it isn't a public holiday. Wow. And it sounds like I'm in a cave, but actually I'm <laughs> in what, what more resembles a glass bowl. in Okay. An
1: I think I can hear it. kind of That's sounds public. glass bowly.
0: <laughs> Absolutely.
1: <laughs> uh, Simon, we're doing things a little bit different uh, today. Tell us about who you've been chatting to.
0: So, of course, it's the big E3 gaming conference in Los Angeles this week, and uh, we called up Ales Werdendahl, who's there, and I recorded an interview with her on Skype earlier today.
1: Okay, Simon, this is, this is your chat.
2: So we're chatting to Ales Werdendahl, who's in Los Angeles
0: at E3, and
2: I'm in London, very much not at E3, staring at uh, a <laughs> daisy on the table in front of me. is uh, gaming editor, GQ, thanks for joining us on the show. Ales, it's been a busy week.
3: Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It definitely has been a very, very crazy week after a 26-hour journey, <laughs> but we're here, yeah, and having a good time.
2: Cool, so if you give us the highlights from the week, what is what have been the biggest announcements at E3 from your perspective?
3: Um. Wow, so Xbox was one of the bigger ones. They bought out... They announced two new consoles, which is crazy, um, because obviously the Xbox One has only come out quite recently. Um, So the one is Xbox One S, um, which is just like a streamlined, slimmer version. It's 40% smaller, and it's going to be retailing um, a little bit less than the one we currently have um, and then they've announced Xbox Scorpio which is coming out next year and it's just a big beefy machine. I think the nice yeah. thing
2: about the Xbox One S though is that it doesn't it doesn't kind of may- mean that your old Xbox One is useless. The new one does ultra high definition etc but it's not like mm. you won't be able to play the new games coming out for it on the previous Xbox One right?
3: No no absolutely you can always there, you can play you can play all your games as well with Xbox Scorpio. And
2: then and then they've got their competitors over the way at Sony, and we're also expecting a new PS4 console. What do we know about that?
3: Um, we don't know too much. They didn't talk about it at the conference. We know that it is like Sony um, Neo, uh, PlayStation Neo, and that it's going to be like a competitor to Scorpio, but they've been quite quiet on that.
2: So Sony seems to be very much focused on VR at the moment. Is that something you got to play with at all?
3: Um, we did. We did play a little bit of it. Um, like uh, the conference has been huge with VR. Like it's it's crazy. It's everywhere. Um, and before I got here, I was quite a big believer. Um, but being here, it's been quite disheartening in, in the sense that it seems a bit gimmicky. Um, in the way that like I know, I know it's such a bummer. Like I connected once, you know, before, and but actually we we did get to play. Um, A bit on um, on some VR. We played the new Star Trek game. Uh Um, It's called Star Trek Cabin Crew. And you basically, you can play with AI or you can play with like three friends or two friends and you are in the Star Trek like cabin crew. And if you, if you get into it and you call everyone like the right names and captain and everything, it's really believable. And it's amazing. (laughs) Yeah, it's really cool. I think if we find like the right game, Okay. Um, VR could be very cool.
2: I thought you were going to tell me virtual reality on my PlayStation is going to change my life. So now I'm a little bit disappointed. Ugh. And then of course the big <laughs> the big highlights of E3 because Microsoft and, X, uh, and and Sony are, are sort of there but not really there. Uh, it's all about the game titles. What are some of the big titles that uh, that you've seen launched at E3 that have got you interested?
3: So Dishonored Two is a big one for me. Um, Dishonored came out a few years ago and it was just incredible by Bethesda, they're doing a lot of great stuff and I have a lot of heart for that studio because they also brought out the Elder Scrolls. Um, so Dishonored 2 looks like it's going to be great, it's working on the same. Did you play Dishonored?
2: I didn't actually.
3: You should, you should get on it dude, it's so good. <laughs> um, and it's a stealth game and it's like I love this one because it's got a female lead. Um, at least you can play as a female. Um, Emily, who was from the first uh, game, you can play as her grown-up, and that's fantastic. Um, and they're also bringing out a new card game, um, Elder Scrolls Legends, and that is just based on the Elder Scrolls universe, and it's a card game, sort of like Magic the Gathering, Cross Hearthstone, um, and I know you nice. like you like your card games. I
2: love Hearthstone. I'm a, I'm a bit of an addict, I must admit.
3: <laughs> yeah, so you'll really enjoy this, I think. It's gonna be really, really good.
2: Awesome. Last uh, week Rob and I were talking about the possibility of a of a Red Dead Redemption sequel. Have we heard anything from Rockstar about uh, Grand Theft Horse?
3: No, we haven't. How sad is that?
2: Very sad. Oh.
3: oh. we were so disappointed. It was very it was very disheartening. We thought we were gonna do that and yeah, there were a lot of lot of things that we actually wanted. Like I wanted an Elder Scrolls game. I don't <laughs> think that was that was as um, likely as a Red Dead redemption, a bit disappointing, but I do think it's in the cards, and maybe they're maybe they're leaving that for PlayStation Neo. All
2: right, Les. Well, it sounds like a big week, and of course, the conference isn't over yet. So uh, please stay in touch and let us know if anything else comes up that uh, that's got you interested.
3: Absolutely. Thank you so much, Simon.
2: Cool. That's uh, Les Worden She's GQ Gaming editor. Follow her on Twitter at a l e z o d e n. Les Odin. Thanks so much.
1: Thank you so much, Simon. Simon, how awesome that you got to chat to her and how amazing that she's at E3 experiencing all of this stuff live.
0: Yeah, I'm super jealous. I wish I was at
1: E3 this week. <laughs> I think a lot of us are. All right, Simon, so we're going to keep you on the line and take some questions up next. Any questions you can text through and send them through to Simon Dingle. Tech5 is the hashtag. Mix you in through until 4 o'clock in for Forbes and fix this afternoon. It's Tech to the Power of 5. Simon Dingle is on the line and answering all your questions today. Simon, you got some questions in there?
0: Yeah, I uh, see uh, Sanjay is asking about the availability of the OnePlus 3 smartphone in SA. Uh, this is a smartphone that launched this week. It's got a bit of a cult following OnePlus. I was actually at the launch last night in London. And I must tell you, I haven't seen a queue like this outside a smartphone launch since the iPhone was announced. There were like hundreds of people queued outside this little store in London to get hands-on with the OnePlus 3. It's an amazing device. Uh, nothing official planned for SA yet, unfortunately, but I think there'll be a lot of great importers uh, bringing it in. It's a seriously poor... Powerful Android device. I got to play with it last night. I actually think this is the best Android phone on the market right now.
1: Sounding good. I mean, for an Android phone, for you to be impressed, it sounds hot
0: well I love Android I really do and I uh, I think it's a great operating system but uh, it's let down by a lot of the manufacturers OnePlus of course not on that list of uh, people letting us down (laughs) Um, also question from Tom Uh, we we chatted about the Xbox One S with um, Les and he's asking if it's still worth buying the the current Xbox One I think it definitely is in fact there's been an announcement that we're going to see a price reduction in the current Xbox One in South Africa so arguably this is actually the best time to be buying an Xbox One yes the new one it is going to be smaller, it's going to have more storage, etc., etc. It can also do ultra high definition, but fundamentally it'll play all the same games as the old Xbox mm. One. So you're not going to lose out too much unless ultra high definition gaming is really something that you need.
1: Cool. Uh, Simon, any more questions that are coming through for Tech to the Power 5?
0: Uh, Yeah, let's take a last one. Uh, I see lots of people asking when iOS 10 will be available for the iPhone. Of course, Apple had their big announcement this week at at Worldwide Developers Conference about the new iPhone operating system. Uh, You can get it today if you're an Apple developer or if you've got a friend who's one, but it's still beta, so I don't recommend using it on your everyday phone because it's still going to be quite buggy. You'll probably only be able to get it around September. That's when we expect the iPhone 7 announcement. And of course, that's usually the time of year where they roll out the big software updates.
1: So no need to start jumping on anything just yet. Not yet. Cool. Simon, thank you so much. Uh, it's good to chat to you today. And, of course, uh, we can find you on Twitter at? At
0: Simon Dingle.
1: Awesome. Enjoy the rest of you there. Thanks, Simon.
0: You too. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Tech to the Power of Five. Take to the Power of Five with Simon Dingle.
2: So this is the bonus content for the Tech to the Power of Five uh, podcast. I'm not in Los Angeles. I wish I was, but Alez Werdendal is, so we've got her on Skype. Uh, and Alez, you were talking about virtual reality uh, and how it's been a little bit of a letdown for you, but I'm interested in the actual experience. When when you sat down with a PlayStation VR, what is it like in there? Is it very convincing?
3: It is convincing. Um, and you sort of you, you have to you have to buy into it for it for like you have to immerse yourself in order not to get sick, actually. Because uh, the minute that you start looking for faults, which is what we kind of do because we get in there we're like, Oh, this is amazing, but immediately your brain's going like this is not real um, So you look for faults and that's when you start feeling a bit queasy um, So if you get immersed in it and you just really start believing like I was talking to you about the Star Trek um, Star Trek cabin crew which is great because the woman who was in the demo with me um, she, she sort of like just went like full hog and she was like yeah captain we need to do a turbo boost and like everyone was just like <laughs> everyone just played along and it was so fantastic and that was like when vr like, like redeemed itself in my eyes it was just so incredible mm. um and, and we're seeing like if you if you have a handheld device that works with it like maybe like the vibe or um, also with the PlayStation VR, but you maybe need to do it a bit more like mm. yeah The developers need to work with their own handled devices. If you just use the normal controller, you start to feel a bit more sick mm. um, So yeah, that's have you guys watched horrible Henry? I haven't Yeah, so that's like they um, Is it is it? No, it's hardcore Henry <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, so that one like it's also it's it's first person. It's very really hectic and yeah, I think we're, we're all figuring it out
2: yeah, still, it's still early days and the, the yes. whole nausea thing is quite interesting. In fact, there was an article written recently by a software developer who's been writing um, a professional flight simulation software for like 30 years. And wow. he was saying this is an insurmountable problem for VR because you're essentially tricking the brain into thinking that something that's right in front of your eyes is far off. Um, and yeah. it's actually, it's actually uh, something that we evolved um, to, to stimulate nausea and get toxins out of our system. Basically, what your brain is Damn. saying to you is you're tripping right now. You're high. You need to vomit <laughs> to get the poison out of your stomach, right? <laughs> so we evolved this response uh. so that we could get bad plants out of our stomach. And VR brings out the same response in human beings. So I'm very interested in this because I've never been in VR for longer than about 15 minutes. Apparently, once you get to like half an hour, that's when, when the sickness really starts kicking in.
3: Yeah. Um that's, you see it's quite disappointing. It's um if you watch like the movie Her and like the way they predict games to be in sort of just like a domed area and a projection.
0: Yeah.
3: Um so it's a bit more immersive that way. Like that that seems a bit more believable at this point. Just yeah. because they still haven't figured stuff out and you know we have like the oculus and we have the vibe and we have playstation vr and everyone's sort of bringing out their own thing mm. and they're just not nailing this tiny yeah you know, yeah it's sad <laughs> I, I love the believe. movie
2: i love the movie i thought it was it was the best uh, kind of prediction of where technology is headed
3: totally so funny, yeah
2: so um if, if we if we look at the the options for vr at the moment there of course the playstation vr which is going to be the most accessible for a lot of people because all you need is a ps4 um and then you can buy the kit. Uh, versus mm. like the oculus and the vibe where you need a pretty Beefy gaming PC, but if we just look at the headsets and the experience, which of, which of them is winning for you at the moment? Which has been the best experience?
3: Um, I would actually think like I think the Oculus. Oh, yeah. Um, I just think that they've been there from the beginning and they've they've got they've got a lot of good people working on that project. Um, but to me, it's not necessarily the headset; it's the game. Um, and like working out what kind of genres work for VR and which don't. Um, people were playing a very interesting horror game. Um, based on the horror game until dawn mm. and you were static and things were coming at you and you would shoot and I thought that that was very successful because you weren't moving and things were coming at you and you were less likely to feel sick as opposed to we played a game um, by a very well-meaning and very cool studio yeah. um, but you were just you were just everywhere it was kind of like Tron and you were like, this mechanized thing and you were like a pinball and it was just crazy and you can't <laughs> play that for more than like three minutes and and everyone has like um, their own sensitivity so you might be able to play for half an hour but someone else might not even be able to watch someone else playing um, yeah so I, I think it's I think we're gonna find a good game and it's not gonna be for everyone necessarily yeah but maybe in like five years Maybe mm, five years.
2: Know. Wow. Okay, so we've got a bit of a <laughs> yeah. wait ahead of us. And um, we were discussing yeah. the the new Xbox One S earlier, and then the, and then there's the Xbox Scorpio as well. Did, do you yes. know anything about um, their arrival in South Africa? Has Microsoft said anything to you about pricing and availability locally?
3: Um, Microsoft hasn't told me anything, but like the word on the street is kind of that it's not going to change. Um, Unfortunately, like the retailers with whatever happens there, like tax-wise, it's just, it doesn't change. Um, And we need to be getting, we need to be getting Xbox One stock that's currently there down. Um, And there's just a lot of politics involved, I guess, that's just not happening. It's sad because there's a lot of price drops that are happening here that's making Xbox successful here. Um, But currently it's quite a, it's quite a widespread, it's like, it's like 60-40 in favor of PlayStation South Africa. Yeah, um, I think it's so, also
2: the 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 price of the dollar at the moment. The ranch just been annihilated, so bringing new yeah. stock into the country, it comes in so much more expensive than the previous exactly. stock did, which is unfortunate. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, Eliz. Uh, that's the bonus content for the Tech to the Power of Five uh, podcast. If you download it on iTunes, etc., and you're really smart and probably really good looking as well, then you get this bonus <laughs> content at the end, end of every end of every podcast. Thanks, Alez At uh, Alez Odin on Twitter, go and follow her, uh, and we'll be back next week with a new episode. We, I,
1: and Forbes, and
0: Fix catch up.